Colin Can You Hear Me is brought to you by Noah's Arcade, Aurora, Illinois' hottest chain of video game arcades, owned and operated by Noah Vanderhoff. Come bust a move where the games are played. It's chill, it's fresh, it's Noah's Arcade. Hey everyone, how's your week going? And I realize you could be listening to this any day of the week, but the question's always worth asking How's your week going? We're doing great here, tackling your questions one at a time. Who's we again? We is... Hello, this is Warren Stowe. I am a husband, a father, a brother, a son. I am a science teacher in Southeast Michigan. I have a beautiful wife, a lovely daughter, another daughter or son on the way. I am basically one step away from a minivan and a trip to Disneyland. We is also... Hello, my name is Benjamin Webster. I'm a former Michigander currently living in Orlando, Florida. City beautiful. I'm married to the one and only Tina Webster, a.k.a. Teen Fire. I am a Florida attorney with a practice focusing on providing access to justice for those in need. And we is me, Mike, of the wife two cats, and an affection for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. We have a lot of questions to answer, starting with... Colin, can you hear me? Swings up. Watch it now. Recording for North America, this is Colin. Can you hear me? The show that tackles your questions in an ongoing quest to find the answer. Now, here's your ginger-bearded host, Mike Schaefer. Okay, welcome to Colin, Can You Hear Me? I'm here with, I'll get your intro right this time, Ben. Ben Webster, Warren Stowe on a Monday night this time around. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing well, Chef. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm pretty good. I, I once again have a cat on my, my lap as I record. Cat in the lap. Yeah. Appreciate the appreciate the proper introduction this time, Chef. Makes me feel like a full member of the squad. Yep. Yeah. Yes, Chef, uh, thank you for the introduction, as always. Yep. Of course. Anytime, Warren. And Ben, of course. I'll, I'll do my best next time, too. Good deal. So... <laughs> We'll uh we'll get right into it. Uh, four questions today, and with it being March Madness and the selection committee picking the teams yesterday, and the brackets coming out, and everyone scrambling to figure out who they're going to pick after not watching basketball all season, we are going to jump into and this this is a good question. I think we could probably have a lot of memories, but I'm curious, what is your guys' favorite? NCAA March Madness tournament memory. Stowe, you want to kick this one off? Um, yeah, of course I do. Uh, I, I've thought long and hard about this, and I'm actually I'm going to give you two two memories that I have. One being my one of my earliest memories, and one being my favorite memory. Okay. So my favorite memory, and you guys are going to think I'm lying, but this is up there with my favorite tournament memories ever. Tennessee. 
versus Michigan. The route is on. Bruce Pearl, minutes away from being fired. <laughs> Uncle Stu Douglas with multiple S's. Yeah. Breakaway <laughs> Steel, Thunder Dunk. And the even better part of that is that on the one shining moment after, like, I don't even know who won, UConn probably, after they won the tournament, Stu's dunk was in the one shining moment. Just oh, yeah. Bah, 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 thunder jamming. One of my in no, in no way, shape, or form that I think you were going to go with a Stu Douglas moment. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's up there. I mean, it's up there with some of the best. It's like that, a Christian Leitner shot. And that, stupid. to me, and it's awesome that you mentioned that story because that was the moment, that Tennessee game was when I was like, they're back. Like this, you know, for us it shouldn't be, you know, beating Tennessee in a tournament game, they're routing them. But I was like, I think we're back. I think we are where we're heading where we need to go, that moment. And then that dunk is what punctuated it for me. So okay. I, I'd have to agree. That was right about the moment, Shafe, where I was thinking, you know, it wasn't necessarily Michigan's back. It was more along the lines of, can you imagine if he had good players? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and we found that out. Did yeah. Did Zach Novak start at the power forward in that game? He oh, I'm to, sure. Right? I'm sure. In that tournament, he was starting. I think it was either that tournament or the year after. I don't. I don't remember which one it was. He was guarding Blake Griffin the year uh, before. Straight up, <laughs> Straight up man, man on man defense <laughs> on the block guarding Blake Griffin. I think it was that tournament because I think that was the second round game and Michigan almost beat Oklahoma that game. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he played well against Blake Griffin, quite honestly. Awesome. Um, and you know what? I'll give you my other moment because, um, I'm trying to think how old I was here. 91. How old would that make me? Nine ish. Yeah. That was one of like the first times that I remember like, watching basketball on TV. Um, obviously, I've been around basketball my whole life, but I remember distinctly in the living room, mom, dad, sisters, me, tuning in Final Four, the Fab Five versus Mashburn and Kentucky. Nice. And I just remember like hearing my whole family talk about how great Mashburn was. What? And oh yeah, I'll just he was the deal never forget that. He was the he was the truth in college. And watching Michigan win that was like probably one of the starts of my like Michigan basketball mm. like love was watching right. that game. Okay. That's solid. Yeah, that was a great moment in my life. Yeah, and I think your your that'll probably lead into our second question, but before we get there, Webby, what is your favorite turning memory? Okay. So I would love to go like um kind of, you know, gangster and have some old school Fab Five or something from when I was a kid memory to show to show like the depth of my college hoop fanhood. But um <laughs> but I gotta I'm gonna, if I'm honest with myself, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you one which is probably the funnest thing I've ever seen in the tournament. But then I'm gonna give you my best memory, and they're both pretty contemporary. Yeah. Actually during the same tournament. Yeah. Um actually in the same region of the same tournament. Oh, jeez. Now, see, you just said that so that everyone knew that you were like a basketball junkie. <laughs> <laughs> well, God. <laughs> all right. So my, 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 my fun, my fun thing, this is the most enjoyment I've, I've had watching the tournament 
had to be watching um, Dunk City two two years ago. Oh yeah, or the Gulf Coast. <laughs> and I know they were all the rage, and everyone thinks they're all the rage. But most people didn't watch all their games. They only they only played three games. Yeah, they played the two games that they that they won, and then they lost to Florida. Even though they they came out in the first half, looked like they were beat Florida too. Yeah. And if you didn't watch all of their games, go on YouTube and watch a highlight version of it. It is the most incredible thing I've ever seen. It is just one alley oop after another. And they, and, and they had a couple of white dudes too who could just yeah. jump out of the gym. They were catching alley oops like 10 feet away from the bucket and just dunking on everyone every, every time down the court. They had this little, uh, point guard from Winter Park, Comer. Who likes to come down and just throw like no look behind the head oops and then someone would come out of nowhere and dunk it. It was just, I love that team. How far did but they go? Like how far did they, they go went, in the tourney? They went to the, they made the Sweet 16. Sweet 16. And then they come out and they played the Gators. Uh, and you know, they're like 20 point underdogs or something. They got a bunch of kids who never we even get scholarships to Florida. And the first five minutes they come out, throw like, it's one big fast break, LU dunk fest. And I'm like, holy crap, they're going to do it to Florida again. <laughs> is, is that and the then, same year Michigan beat Florida in the Elite Eight? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll when thank Stouskis you for leading me into my, sec- oh, into my second question, sorry. or my second answer, <laughs> sorry. But no, but um, then, then reality sunk in, and, you know, bigger, faster, stronger athletes took over. But uh, that team was, was awesome. I love that Florida Gulf Coast team. My, my actual best uh, tournament memory, though, same year, same region. Two games later, Trey Burke hits like yeah. a 40-foot three. To beat Kansas. Yep. Um, come on. That was awesome. I know that oh, Michigan didn't yeah. go, didn't end up winning the whole thing. Got darn close, but that Kansas game, I was sitting over at my buddy's house. I had just taken off my Florida Gulf Coast, uh, t-shirt, <laughs> which I had, I have a, I had a Florida Gulf Coast, uh, jersey, which I had purchased. Yeah. I had just taken that off and put my Michigan shirt on for to watch the Michigan game. Yeah. And with about a couple minutes left, I had resigned myself. I was looking over at my buddies. I was like, you know what? Played the one seed. Didn't play the very best game. Yeah. Okay, it's a good good year. It's a good year. I'm gonna, I'm okay with this. And then Trey Burke just decided that he was not okay with that. <laughs> that was awesome. That game, My, and I I texted you guys. I was watching the highlight reel the other day, and I still get fired up from watching that highlight reel. And that game, and I know I was texting all you guys. I was at my buddy Jeff's with him and his, his girlfriend and, and uh, some friends. And Jeff is like 55, I think. He's a, shra- a chef at a sorority house in Boulder. and That's a job? Yeah, it is a job. A job. <laughs> in, in Boulder, it's like a legit job, too. The sororities are pretty... That sounds uh, like pretty heaven. <laughs> How did I, this was not in any type of like guidance counseling form that I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> he used to own a restaurant in, in Detroit, and now he's a, a chef at a sorority house in Boulder. And we we'd had some drinks, and after Trey hit that three... And and Jeff is sort of like my dad. He's sort of like almost like Canadian, just sort of big bellied. And he walked up to the screen and he was yelling loudly. He walked up to the screen and just started pelvic thrusting and he was like vulgarly screaming at Kansas. He's like, Take that and the stuff coming out of his mouth and I will never forget watching him do that after Trey hit that. It was incredible. Yeah, it, was incre- it was incredible. Oh yeah, my um, my in-laws were well. My mother-in-law was in town. I remember because that was like just after. Well, I don't know. It was a week after Easter because that Florida game was on Easter. But um, I was trying to be polite, and we were me and my wife were still in the little apartment, right? And I was like, "Oh, they're down, whatever." You know, they were down. What six, eight, something like that. They were yeah. down. They were, the game was over. 
Yeah. And and I was like, oh, it's okay, guys. And my mother-in-law like goes to bed kind of early, so I was she was like out in the living room, <clears throat> and I was like, I'll just watch it on my phone. So I dialed up whatever CBS, you know, the thing, and then I was watching it on my phone, and I'm laying in bed watching this on like a four-inch iPhone, just <laughs> getting all types of geeked up. And then when he hit that <laughs> shot, just like you guys. I erupted. I ran out into the living room where my wife and my mother-in-law were like, like, I think, I don't know why my wife was sleeping out in the living room, but they were both like out there. And I was like, Trey Burke just hit a shot. You guys, it's so crazy. And they're both like, that's fantastic. Oh, that's, Warren. That's, yeah. that's, that's really so happy great, for you. Warren. Really great. Warren. And then I like, we're, we're so happy for you, Warren. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really great, honey. Go back to bed. And then, um, and then I just, it was great. Yeah, that, there is no yeah. really punchline to that story. It's just, it's really, really. Shafe, what you got, man? Um, well, you I have two. I have two. The first one is, and everyone who listens to this, our, our, our podcast listeners, anyone who's uh, followed people. March Madness um, for any amount of time, it's the, and this is my first memory of understanding what March Madness was. It was that it was an event, that it was something you did with people, whether you were in high school or or at work, which we do now, and it was when Valparaiso, and I don't even remember who Valpo beat, um, and I don't know what seed they were, but it was the first real upset I had ever seen when Bryce Drew caught that pass on that impeccably designed play and drained that three to upset some team that no one remembers anymore. All they remember is Valpo. Who was it? The fence, right? Wanted the picket fence play? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And and then the best part about that whole that whole thing, obviously, was the celebration. He dove on the floor like four feet away from where he was standing. Right. And then yeah. everyone and then everyone jumped on him. It was Which I think slide, happened yeah. to be like right in front of Valpo's bench. So then it was like mosh mosh pile. It was incredible. And you're anyone who watches the train this year, they'll see that replayed twenty times. Yeah. Our our last second play, I mean we have a four second play, high school basketball, right? It's called Valpo. Nice. That's what it's called. Um, and the other one, uh, and we'll we'll sh- shift gears after that slightly, is that same Michigan tourney run, and my most recent Twitter uh, person I'm following, Spike Albrecht, uh, what he did in that first half in the tourney oh, yeah. final was some of the most incredible basketball I've ever seen. Yeah, only only to be even topped by the next day where he tweeted at was it Brooklyn Decker? No, Kate Upton. Kate Upton. He tweeted at Kate Upton because he <laughs> saw her at the game and yeah. thought like, you know, hey, I'm hot right now. People know who I am. I'm gonna take this opportunity to tweet at Kate Upton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, um, this real quick. What is Spike Albrecht's name? I I don't even have a guess. I couldn't even tell you what his real name is. I I read it once. Uh, I read an article about it. I've completely forgotten. I have no idea. You know what? Rather than go- I could Google it right now. I'd rather see if people I don't want to tell know. us. I don't. That's just wait and see. You know. Yeah. Um, let's just I wait and see. Something really formal, like Philip or something like that. I hope it's <laughs> Charles Albrecht. Charles Albrecht. Charles Albrecht the third. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> nice. Hey, well, well, Stoey, all this Michigan talk uh, leads into the next question of the day, which I mm-hmm. believe was. Who is your favorite Fab Five member? I got an answer to this. And there is <laughs> a right answer. Everyone should. Everyone there should. Is a, there is a right answer. There's a right answer? Um, yeah. I think there, there is. is. I think there is, too, so I'll be interested to see if we agree on what that is. Okay. Okay. 
Um, my favorite, right? This is favorites. This is a favorite. Your favorite. Yeah. And yep. this, is, this is truly a topic where we don't get two. We can't say, well, I have three. <laughs> no, you get one because, because there's five of them, right? Right. You know, they're all favorites. Um, this, this is one of those situations where it's like, um, I liken this to my South Park, um, love where I'll always talk about South Park and all the people I like in South Park. And I always leave out Cartman because Cartman (laughs) is so far and above everyone else that I sometimes (laughs) don't even, I don't even mention him, you know, like Rand, I tell people Randy Marsh is my favorite character. Because I assume everyone knows that Cartman is actually my favorite character. Okay. It's like it goes without saying. Exactly. So the same thing right here. I would say like, oh, Jalen Rose is my favorite Fab Five player because you would assume it doesn't even have to be said. Chris Webber is by far my favorite Fab Five player. It is not even (laughs) close to the amount of awesomeness that Chris Webber is. Yeah. He is an OG, his basketball, he is, I don't care what Dave Price is thinking listening to this right now, because he'll act like he didn't want Chris Webber to go to Michigan State. Chris Webber, he's one of the best, man. He is a freaking stud. And then he went to the NBA, and you know what, he was there. He was also a stud. He was like runner-up in MVB behind Shaq for like 10 years straight. Yeah. 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 This is, this is interesting, um... I thought it was Jalen. I thought it was Jalen. I remember watching highlights of Jalen in that tourney when he went against Mashburn. And and I love modern Jalen. I think what Jalen's doing right now is awesome. He's just, I love seeing him on TV. And then, I'm not joking, Stoey, like, I watched a clip of the Fab Five to try and get some audio for this, and then mm-hmm. um, and maybe I'll put it in later. They showed C-Web dunking on someone and standing over them, yelling, screaming. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's right. C-Web was on that team. I love him. He's clearly the best. Like, I had forgotten almost to a point because I had moved on. And then, because yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I should like Jalen because he's Jalen Rose. But then I was like, oh, yeah, I was obsessed with C-Web for years. So I'm in complete agreement with that story. They were so okay. ahead of their time. They were like throwing passes to themselves off the backboard, <laughs> behind. Oh the back. yeah. yeah, they just were like so ahead of their time. Webby, I'm I'm gonna mix it up on you guys on this a little bit. So, like, He's if you ask me any point any point in my life, like growing up, like who's your favorite Fab Five member? Yeah, I would have gone like counterculture on you to seem cool, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And I would have said like Jimmy King or Ray <laughs> right. Jackson, either either one, because no one picks those guys, right? And I'm like, oh yeah, Jimmy King's my favorite. When, when, when in reality, he's not. That's the right. ridiculous answer. But um, but now that I'm an adult and I don't have to do that kind of stuff anymore, um, <laughs> I would have. Uh, I, I agree. C. Webb is far and away like one of the most dominant college players to ever play. All that stuff. But when I watch the old Fab Five stuff, especially recently, like if you watch the Fab Five, Thirty and Thirty, or that kind of stuff, yeah. I gotta go. Jalen Rose is my favorite. That really? dude was just awesome. Oh yeah. And I get that Weber was the man. I mean, he was, you know, he was the A player. And maybe Jalen was the, you know, A1 or whatever, the next guy. But that dude was awesome. The, the trash oh. that he talked, the trash that he yeah. talked and everything that he did, I mean, he was just gangster on the court at all times. Oh, and, yeah, I know, and I know see what Webb was, but you, you watch that 30 and 30 and tell me that Jalen Rose isn't the coolest dude. I mean, I don't know how you do that. 
Well, you know, there also was kind of like this angle of C- that was that's a bad that's a little biased towards C Web, right? Because he wasn't there, and that was like the whole thing. And oh, sure. But but in the same token, also you the, can also I like I like a Jalen came off like the streets. I mean, Jalen <laughs> yeah. was Jalen was the deal. They put like in the high school basketball games where like you know Jalen's telling that story about like that gangster at the school having the gun under his coat if he didn't miss the free throw. And, like right. I think that actually happened. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it did too, but let's not make it like C-Web wasn't exposed to that type of crap either. Just because he went to Country Day doesn't mean he didn't live in Detroit. Right. That's um, true, but during during the hours of 7.30 a.m. to 3.30 a.m., yes, he did not live in that environment. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, um, I'm going with Jalen Rose. I'm sticking and with I want, my man. I saw Jalen at Detroit, downtown Detroit, Coney Island, like four years ago. Me and Duck Oh, Dup I remember Dup. this. And... Yeah. I felt so terrible because he had just got like the DUI and we had went to a Tigers game and, um, we were out at, you know, one in the morning going to Coney Island, which is everyone's want to do at that time of night. And there was Jalen and I don't handle celebrities well. I get really nervous and I just panicked and like ultimately it was dupped up of all people to be like, Hey, Jalen, like shaking his hand. And then I was walking away, and I took, like, a sneaky photo, and I was walking away, I'm like, that's going on Facebook. And Jalen heard me <laughs> and gave me, like, the evil eye, and I felt, I still feel terrible. You know, he's not going to hear this. Did you put it on Facebook? Of course I did, yeah. Oh, good, good. Nice. Good work. Hey, did Dupped, Up, did Dupped Up call you to go to that Tigers game, or how did that, I'm just, just for research-wise, I'm just curious how that worked. Um, I was coming in town. I don't even remember the details, to be honest with you. So, so that was planned. You guys got a hold of each other as friends. That was that's nice. Um, <laughs> Jalen Rose also he he is one of the few players who carved out a, a great college career and a really good NBA career, probably never having dribbled with his right hand once. <laughs> oh yeah, I I, I want to write like an entire like if I was in school. If my if my area of study allowed for it, I would write a thesis on that topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Pro players you don't who are to able hands. to have you don't you you need a, if you have a right you need a left, but if you have a left, you can be an NBA All Star with a left hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's confirmed time and time again. Yeah, and I think I think it goes. We have to mention Juwan really quick. Uh, he if Weber was one A. I don't know that he wasn't one B as far as just talent play. I know no one liked him the best. Right, but he was really, really. Good. Yeah, you, you, you can't. He can't be your favorite though. He was just too boring. No, no, no. He's not my favorite. But, but, you, but you know, you know, I saw something this NBA season. It was either this one or last one. He was still on somebody's roster. I think oh, last year. I think he's still on the Heat. He's not still on the Heat, is he? I think he is. I think, I think he, he is. is. I, I, he doesn't dress like he's like on their like kind of you know when they need him type situation player, right. but he's still an active NBA player. That's he's, incredible. He's Fifty six years old, still playing. And that's the thing about them that has been so impressive. I don't know what Jimmy uh, or Ray are doing, but oh, Jimmy's hanging out in Ann Arbor Pioneer um, men's league games oh, usually. That's awesome. Um, Jimmy was there with Jalen, by the way, uh, that night, but. The fact that Jalen has made such a, a career for himself on TV and and um, with Bill Simmons and C Web is doing uh, NBA, NBA game time and, and stuff like that TNT probably and Juwan, who knows what he'll do but he's still playing like their longevity is in- impressive. Oh yeah, they're both. Sure. Weber's really good on TV. Obviously, Jalen is. The other cool thing about Jalen is he has the coolest name. I think. 
I'm telling you right now, there's a decent chance I have a daughter. Her her first name is Jalen Rose, one word. <laughs> have you run <laughs> that by Tina? Have you run that by her? She likes the name a lot. That's good. Yeah. That would be awesome. Um, so uh, there's no good way to segue into this. <laughs> no, so. Actually, there is, Joey. There, 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 is, there is a good way to segue. Longevity. No, longevity oh, yes. or one of our favorite films uh, from the 80s starring Michael J. Fox. Oh, God, you're right. Yeah, you want so to take it from ba- there? This, this basketball, all this basketball talks, making me think about that one 1980s <laughs> film, Michael J. Fox. You guys, uh, <laughs> Teen Wolf. So we should like totally like pimp out your MySpace shape and get those Teen Wolf uh, reviews you did. Like, I still have them. I have them saved in a file. Yeah, those are sweet. Um, no, the the next question that I'm going to pose to you guys is wolf, like werewolf, or vampire. And I'm going to let you guys tackle this one first because I want to see what you say because I do like to think I'm one of the going authorities on this. <laughs> I, I think we got to – honestly, even though I know we have the Michigan sports angle, we talked hoops on a broader perspective, I think vampire versus werewolf we have assembled on this podcast an elite group of people to talk about this. Subject. Yeah, we do. We From do. a couple different angles. Okay. We don't have a novice. On this, on this topic. No, There's nobody no, here who doesn't have a lot of experience in it. I want to absolutely. hear your perspective, Webby. Okay. I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use one of Warren's lines from last, last question. There is a right answer to this question. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I just, to me, it's a snow brand. It's vampire all day long, twice on Sunday. Um, you know, you talk about Anne Rice vampires. Oh, awesome. You can talk yeah. about um, every Blade movie, which... Objectively are bad movies, but they're awesome to watch. Um, Underworld, Kate Beckinsale, that probably gets you to choose Vampire all by itself. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> that might be my favorite character in all of, in all of theater, in all of movies. Kate she's, Beckinsale in Underworld. She's fantastic. From Underworld. And then if okay. You, then, yeah, and then if you even go like, so that's all like the good stuff. Even if you go to like the real bad modern stuff, like the, um, what's the teenager movie? The Twilight films. Even if you go to that film, which, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I like them. That's a private private uh, conversation for me to have myself. Um, <laughs> but even if you go there, I mean, come on, Edward's way cooler than the than the other guy. You were Team Edward the whole way. Oh, big time! I mean, come, the other guy sucks. I mean, he's never going to win. He's just kind of there, like kind of pathetic creature who's always going to lose to the vampire. Okay. You got to go vampire. Vampires are cool, man. So if you were, and this is maybe a second question, but you would you would definitely choose to be the vampire then, no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind. Absolutely not. If you're a vampire, you can still be like a really awesome looking normal dude, just a awesomer looking version of a person. Okay. Probably wearing like some type of black leather outfit with hidden uh, guns and knives. Okay. And are just super athletic and live forever. Or you could be some type of big like wolf snarling, you know, gross animal that you have to bust in and out of your clothes all the time. Th- that doesn't make any sense. Why would you want to do that? You get no women <laughs> like that. I don't think. <laughs> So, anyways, I'm vampire all You're day vampire long. You're vampire all day me. long. I this is interesting because I'm gonna I'm gonna make the case, probably not successfully because I know exactly what Warren is, uh, <laughs> for werewolf. Really? And I I think it starts and I it's always movies for me. But have you guys seen American Werewolf in London? Oh, I have. Yes, I, I saw it at your uh, central one day. Really, I stole Teeter's copy of it. <laughs> That's awesome. When I was a kid, that 
transformation to me seemed way cooler than any vampire I had ever seen. Someone actually, like, turning into a beast, watching them transform like that was something that I hadn't experienced. And that, to me, that type of transformation, which um, who knows what any of this vampire-werewolf conversation says about us as people, but when I saw that, I was like, that's badass. I had never seen anything like that. And then for them to be able to revert to it, there was something beastly and intense about it that I thought was sweet. And it's always been werewolves from there. I just thought they were way more intense, and the silver bullet concept, which I think, Warren, maybe interests you as a science teacher, but the idea that a silver bullet was the only way you could kill them, absolutely loved. Interesting. Um, So Shafe's a lichen. Shafe's, yeah, into lichen through B. I I, want to preface this with saying I, I love both, okay? I prefer anything like this, so... I like the ideas of werewolves, and I do also agree with Ben that there is a right answer. So, <laughs> and I'm going to come at this from a couple different angles. The first and foremost, um, my vampire love, vampire is the right answer, by the way. Okay. Comes, comes from Anne Rice. So you guys know how I feel about her. She's my favorite author by far. She's awesome. fantastic. Yeah. And I kind of like, the three or four people that are listening um, to this, they're going to get shrouded maybe in that twilight crap and be like, oh, vampires aren't that cool. But if you remove that twilight BS away from it and you look at Anne Rice, and I think she's kind of the going, like everything she said about vampires I believe to be true. Yeah. Um, it's just awesome. It's just awesome. And... You know, I don't even know how else to say that. Um, what I would rather be, I don't know. I do also, I have trouble coming up with this. If you are a vampire, you watch everyone you've ever loved ever die. So that's yeah. an issue with being a, I think that's like the issue with being a vampire. But, um, vampire is the right answer. Hey. Still, except for your other vampire friends, you don't want them to die. You just hang out with them forever, or you just yeah, but turn your loved ones yeah, into vampires, right? There you go. You got that. You option do, as well. but then, but then, if you go with the Anne Rice method, you can't talk. Like you can't hear your loved ones' thought, your fledglings' thoughts. So that's always an issue. Um, another thing I like about vampires <laughs> is is this. To me, you look at vampire and werewolf. I can, I can make a case like. Maybe a vampire is something real. I can definitively probably say, and you know me, I'm a believer, man. I can definitively probably say, yeah, I don't really <laughs> see someone shifting into a wolf. Right. Just physiologically, it, how does that happen without the complete right. destruction of the skeleton? Yeah. It does not happen. So um vampire is much more real thing to me. I also like that they're based on, you know, Vlad the Impaler, like a real man who lived at a real place right by Transylvania. Right. Um I just think it's cool. Like he was thought to be Dracula. Is there a better name than Vlad the Impaler? Uh no. Webby, why I don't you Vlad. name your first kid Vlad the Impaler? <clears throat> I'll think about it. I mean, I got to do a little Wikipedia research into this fella, but um it sounds like a good <laughs> good choice. I've known two Vlads, and I loved them both. Vladimir. Sorry, go ahead, Benny. No, I was going to say, it's better than, like, Pete. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, that Vladimir like Guerrero. Be Vlad- yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, have you guys? So, I mean, I think the only other question then is: if you're a wolf, you have to like devour like anything creatures to eat them. But if you're a vampire, you just have to drink blood. Have you guys yeah. drank blood, Warren? Would you do that if you had to? I would do it. I would be skilled at what they call. Um, what do they call? Is this it? really where we're going with the with the question? Oh, maybe <laughs> we, we can edit this out if we have to. Oh, just yeah, just edit this out. <laughs> um, I think if I was a vampire shape, I would have no choice but to drink blood. Okay, yeah, you got no choice. Skillfully go across that question. Okay, that's good. But there's a but shape. You know, if, if you know anything about you know vampire literature and really like how they actually work. There's plenty of moral ways to be a vampire, or, or at least ways that are close to moral. Yeah, you do like the subtle bite where you don't kill them. You just uh, you just drink their blood while you're like making. Or maybe you or spend something. your days like hunting all the bad dudes and eating their blood and just protecting people yeah. who aren't bad. Well, I think if we've established one thing, it's that werewolves are conclusively not real, and vampires have a shot at being real. So yep. that's good. Now that we've established, and we've that. also established that vampires are awesome and werewolves are pretty cool, but not as awesome as vampires. Okay. I'll agree with that. I think that's good. So that that leads us to, not at all, it doesn't lead us at all to our last question, but we'll go there anyway. Um, and maybe if a werewolf were wearing one of these and they and they transformed, it would break. And so, yeah, I can't wait to hear your perspective. And I, this is a question that my wife, I said, we need something to talk about because uh, our, our Twitter followers aren't up in their game and, and giving us questions. I said, do you have any questions on your mind? And within about five seconds, you know, we're driving down the highway. She goes, why were puka shell necklaces ever cool? Just off the top of her head. I got an answer for you. I want to know why. Because I wore wore those necklaces. I I don't know. I never wore one. Boom. Knocked out of the park. (laughs) Next question. Um, no, it's not that easy. It's not that easy because when Shafe, when you text me these questions, or I think that question, yeah, I thought you were. I didn't think it was a real question. I thought you were digging to try to make fun of me. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, I wore a puka shell necklace for what three years of my life. So if he says three, it was probably like five. You told me six yeah, in your text oh, message, yeah. so it's cut in half right it, now. It, it was like. From, you wore a puka shell necklace for the better part of a decade. <laughs> yeah, from about probably 03 to, well, no, it was probably three years. 03, no, 02 to 05, 06. I wore a puka shell because it was freaking awesome. That's why. Um, what is, is, did you wear it like dress-up clothes? Right is that a bowl of cereal, Webby? Uh, it is a bowl of cereal. <laughs> What kind of cereal do you have, Ben? A little nighttime snack, little Cheerios. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. to keep the heart healthy, you know? Yeah, that's I'm not good. a vampire, so i got to maintain my body. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, six years, Warren. When did you start? Do you remember, like, why? Did you know someone who had one? Uh, no, I just remember, I don't know if it was TV or whatever. This I had a point in my life when I loved, like, Florida, because the first time I ever went to Florida, I was, like, 21. So, um... I was like really obsessed with like the keys and everything Mm -hmm. and I just wanted one. So I found one down in Florida and it was, there's like a variety of them. This was like the legit one where they're all just hanging down. Right. I will take, I will find a picture of me wearing it and put it on Twitter. Um, it just was awesome. Well, was this the type of thing that you wore all the time? Like you wear it in the shower, like for dress up, never take it off, church, everything. 
I, that's exactly what it was. I wore it, and, and <laughs> I'm going to. I'm gonna. There's a, a bit of a backstory. I went to Urban Dictionary. There's one thing that's more of like a definition of what it was, and there's another thing that to me is hilarious. So it started. It's no shock. Uh, you know, these are those necklaces for those who are listening who have no idea what a, a puka, P-U-K-A shell necklace is. It's those like. Some of them are like this really small, round, like white shells, um, and just all tightly together. Stowies were a little looser because he had that swag, so he could do it. Uh-huh. Uh, started mid to late seventies by surfers. No shock there. Became a huge fad, and then like fads are want to do, they disappear, and it came back. You know, in the early two thousands, as something that was really, really hip, and it just picked up from there. Um, the other definition, and, and it's funny, I wore these, Warren wore these, and I don't know who's still wearing them, but according to Urban I Dictionary, you should, I do have still have you, still, you have it? Take a yep. We need a modern day photo, and we'll encourage our, our listeners, if you have any old photos of this, as we'll be hopefully launching on Facebook soon, post them to our page on Facebook, because I want to see a, a, a bunch of old photos of the puka shell coming back. Um, according to uh, someone on Urban Dictionary, I'm assuming anyone who wants can edit this page, so this person's great, Wrangler Tag said, A puka shell necklace is a fashion necklace accessory often worn by douchebags in your fantasy league. <laughs> Nailed it. He nailed it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was six years of uh, Warren's life, and I, I did mine for about three, or at least, so good for us. I, you know, I'm not convinced it was six, but if you guys say so, I'll go with it. <laughs> Are you wearing one right now? Tell the truth. <laughs> no, but I I wish I'd have put it on. You know, the funny thing was my one of my sisters got Do married. Do you still have it? Yeah. One of my sisters got married in Mexico, and I, I walked upstairs and... I put it on and I walked back down to my wife because we've known each other for like 15 years and you know, she's, she was well with, she was with me the whole time. I had the puka and, um, she just started just dying. I was like, <laughs> I'm bringing it back one last time in Mexico and I wore it all weekend in Mexico. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. Um, well, well one last thing. I want to know just so we have it on record and I know we're not going to touch on too much really on-topic stuff or, or current events, but did you guys pick your final four? Uh, have you filled out your brackets yet? No, I haven't even looked at one. Okay. I have not even looked at a bracket. We are, I, we're going to edit don't, this Don't out. know who's in the tournament. Absolutely. Really. Uh, absolutely editing that part out then. Well, our <laughs> listeners, uh, we're curious to hear what your greatest tournament memory is, so post those on Facebook, uh, tweet them to us uh, with a hashtag, Tourney, NCAA tourney, make it up. Um, who's your favorite Fab Five member? I Dup Dup's going to respond, Mateen Cleaves or something stupid like that. And very curious, Werewolf or, or Vampire, I need some help on my argument, on my side of things. Um, I'm not convinced that Vampire is the end-all be-all to that question, so those of you who want to support me, please do and, and say why. And then... Please do tweet your your pictures of puka shell necklaces and and put them on Facebook too, and we can, we can start that collection and see if we can prove how long Warren wore his necklace. I'm gonna do some research. I'm gonna go through my pictures because it's a most freaking picture. 
most people are going to be embarrassed to tweet that picture, except for Warren, probably. I'm I'm proud of my, you know, it was a phase. Go find it. Go find that picture. Go find the picture. It was a phase. Everyone has a puka phase. I just mine just happened to be six years long. I had a phase. Mine was tight. I, I weighed more back then. My mine barely fit around my neck. I think it was huge. <laughs> I had a little. Sh- I had a. I had a bracelet, <laughs> and then I had another variation of a of a necklace. But I didn't like it as much because my <laughs> necklace like it dangled. Man, they, these things were big. Yeah. They hung down. It looked like a freaking shark was eating. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, you guys have any last thoughts before we head out? I think we uh, solved no. about 20% of the world's problems tonight, so right. a couple more shows will be all the way through it. All right. Sounds I good. I think um, I'm feeling pretty good about this. Ben, enjoy your Cheerios. Um, I will. Thank you. You're welcome. Warren, before we leave, uh, what were you drinking during the cast? Oh, I uh, I have a couple beers left over from my Milwaukee trip, so I'm drinking a Three Floyds. Uh, it's called Gumball Head. It's a uh, it's a wheat ale. It's pretty delicious. Awesome. I'll I'll check it out on KBS tap. week. KBS KBS week. week. I'll be drinking a KBS next next podcast. Sounds good. All right, guys. Colin, if you're out there, get a hold of us, buddy. We left the message on Dave's cell. We hope you got it. <laughs> Later, guys. Hey, fellas. <laughs> Later. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. We have one more question for you. Have you subscribed yet? If not, do you mind clicking on subscribe on the iTunes app? Next time we'll answer more of your questions, but we need your help. Tweet your questions to whereiscp, email them to colincanyouhearme at gmail.com, and tell your friends. We want them part of the show too.